Welcome to A Better Way podcast, dedicated to mompreneurs who want to do good and feel good at work, at home, and in life. We're your hosts, Courtney and Danielle, and we get the challenges you're facing because we're living them too. We'll share tangible tips we've learned along the way to help make your life a little easier and we hope a lot more fun. We'll also chat with other moms who are making it happen so we can learn from one another because together we can find a better way. Welcome back to A Better Way podcast. Today, myself, Courtney, and Danielle, we are joined by Asi from Easy Baby, um, which is a baby product company that focuses on simple, easy, and functional baby products um, to help them eat um, in their journey to moving from baby to toddler. So uh, just a quick background story. Um, Danielle and I met Asi in um, a clubhouse room months and months ago, and we were so impressed with her products and the brand that she built in such a short time. Um, and I think that she's got a really interesting story to tell our listeners one, because it's a product-based brand, which I think is something that has really unique challenges and that she's navigated successfully. And the fact that she's built this brand in a year, um, she has built an entirely successful company with multiple product lines that include baby bibs, um, cups, uh, storage containers. She's coming out with some new ones soon in literally a year. Um, so I'm so excited to have her on. Welcome to A Better Way, Asi. Thank you so much. Thank you, ladies. I'm so excited to be a part of this. So thank you. We're excited you're thank here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So I always like to set the stage. I know that um, 2020 was a very interesting year for everybody. And you decided oh, yeah. in 2020 that you were going to build a product-based business and you've done so successfully. So can you just take um, listeners who may not be familiar with you or with your brand through the journey you've been on the last, you know, year plus? Yeah. So of course, Um, (laughs) so 2020, like you said, was a tough year and I didn't, I wasn't um, planning on starting a brand, but it just happened. Right. Um, I was working for a restoration company at that time had full-time job. Um, 2019 was tough for me because I literally went through like four different jobs. I had my son. I quit my job for seven years um, because I wanted to experience something different and then nobody would hire me. So I literally, I worked at his daycare making $13 an hour um, for months and then found something that would pay me $15 an hour. So I started working there, just anything to make money. Um, and then they end up firing me because they just couldn't um, sustain, like didn't need the staff. Um, and then I finally found this like, full-time um, job working at this restoration company that paid me salary. I was so excited. I started in July, March came around, COVID hit, and they couldn't, um, you know, keep so much staff. So I got the call. I was at uh, BJ's food shopping. They called me and I was like, listen, COVID is happening. We can't, we can't afford to keep you anymore. So lost my job then. I remember being at um, BJ's thinking, well, how the heck am I going to pay this bill now? Because <laughs> I don't have a job, right? Um, and that's where I kind of just started bootstrapping um, Easy Baby and just started like building, building my own brand and um, wanting to have something that I wasn't going to get fired from. (laughs) So that's how Easy Baby started. And did you have any experience with product-based businesses? Like, I'm just, I'm so inspired by how you took it, like from the ground up. Like, what was the first thing you did to build this business? Yep. No experience. Didn't know that I was going to have a baby product (laughs) business like that. Um, I just, so really, you know, I had my son, my son was super new. Um, and I found myself using all of these different products that I really loved. Um, so I just thought, why not share it with other mommies? Um, and I think that that's where the love and everything started from. So from discovering like silicone bibs to, um, you know, um, 
formula containers when I started feeding my son formula to plates and bowls, like all of those things. I was like, oh, this is great. This is working for me. Check it out. And why not sell it at that too? So that's where I guess the idea of um, starting the baby products came from. That's great. And for anyone listening, her products are beautiful. They're not just functional. They're beautiful. Like I like the aesthetic and I like having them in my house and they just look nice (laughs) in addition to working. Right. I, I love like, um, anything just muted and simple that just goes right along with the stuff that you have at home. Um, I personally don't like so much characters and and things like that. I dress my son like a little man every single day. (laughs) Um, So that's, so I I love that I was able to kind of bring in like just simple, easy, but like functional and durable stuff that you don't have to keep buying new ones over and over again because they're breaking. I want to talk about something that you brought up there uh, because I think it is super relevant to women who are have their own business, which means that they're selling in one shape or form, right? Um, You mentioned that you were using these products, they were working for you. And so you just started telling people, hey, this product really works for me. It might work for you too. Um, And then of course that turned into you selling these products too, right? And so how, like, were you, did you ever get stuck there, like feeling like, oh, like, am I selling to my friends? Um, Because I know that that's like a common thing. Even for me, like I have a career, I have a background in software sales. And when I started um, my business, health coaching, I found it really hard to talk about what I do because it just didn't feel, I don't know, there was like a a block there of not wanting to be salesy and not wanting to put myself out there. And so talk to us a little bit about that. Right. So I come from a a background. So my job that I did for seven years, I worked in special education. So my job was helping um, individuals with disabilities still in school transition from high school into adult life. So um, I'd had that background of kind of I had to bring in contracts from different school districts throughout the state of New Jersey. So in some parts of it, I was selling already. Um, And then working at um, the restoration companies and other other places, I already had a sales background. But for me, it was just being as genuine and um, as real as possible with my experience. I am a single mom. I am a young mom and I'm a new mom. So I think that people connected in that way mm-hmm. of like, okay, so she's not, she's not BSing us. She's really using this. And I show my hot messness every day in my life. I love and it. My son making a mess and throwing his food in on the floor and how I'm, you know, going through these experiences. So I think that's what helped me out in, in, in the beginning is just being true to myself, showing just my real life every day. Um, and I had to kind of get out of that, like, perfect Instagram. And, you know, I, when I first started, I didn't have models. Um, it was just my son. So he was my little model. Um, so it worked out perfect for me that way. I love that. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's advice that we get a lot when we're starting a business, like just be yourself, show people the imperfect side. And it's so true because that's the part I'm sure that lots of people resonated with. And that's how you built like that initial following. Right, right. It's sort of like TikTok, right? Everybody loves TikTok because you go on there and you see real people just doing a lot of hot messness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's my word. I love using hot messness, but Yeah, just so I I think it really works. A lot of people say it, you know, just be yourself, be true. Um, But I think that it really works. And that's what um, sets you aside from other brands. There's so many other brands that, you know, I can't lie, that sells the same thing that I do, that have the same, you know, exact product for why people are buying from me instead of just going to Target or wherever. Um, It's because there's there's a connection somewhere, somewhere, somehow there. Mm -hmm. That's a great point. And do you think too, like, I think one of the things I thought about in my um, journey, especially over the last year and getting more comfortable with being myself is at some point, 
you com- you commit and you're like, well, I can't go back. I can only go forward. So I better make this work. So I'm just going to do whatever it takes. And it sounds like you were kind of in creating this business. You were kind of in that position. You were kind of like, I'm all in, this is going to happen. So what was that going from zero experience to now having multiple product lines? What, like, can you talk us through the challenges you were up against and how you overcame them? Or did you just bulldoze them down and like get to where you are? I'm wondering how that journey was, if it was up and down or just straight. So I'm kind of relentless. (laughs) Um, And I got a lot of grit, you know, because I come from nothing. And when I had my son, it was like, there's no turning back because this was the only way to feed us. You know, I am a single mom, so I can't turn around and say, I can't pay the mortgage or sorry, I can't get you, you know, milk or whatever you need because I want to kind of give up um, when things get hard. So that was, that, that's my drive every single day. Um, and and I, I'm, I'm <laughs> probably forgetting the question now. I don't know if I answered it, but that's kind of my drive every day um, is my son. And just, I, I've been through a lot of stuff. Um, so, and I, and I got this far, so I'm not really um, the type of person to kind of just give up so easily. I just, I don't know. I just keep, keep on pushing and um, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know that's your question. It does. <laughs> one of the reasons why I was looking at one of your um, IG stories that was talking kind of about your journey and you talked about how early on in your development of the product, um, you were like scammed out of some money. Right. And so I can imagine that like, as you, if you don't have experience and you're navigating this, because I don't have an experience, any experience in this area, then it must be really difficult to understand like one, what's my next step? Where do I go to actually design product, to get product manufactured, to get it um, into an e-commerce setting. And it must be hard to one, understand who those trusted partners are. And I can imagine that there are so many people you need to work with that there's times that you come up against situations where you're like, oh, I wish I knew better. I wish I had done things differently. And I just didn't know if you have anything that's really stood out along your journey um, that you wish you knew in an earlier version, um, or if you were able to go back to your earlier self and tell you, you along the way. Yep. So I make mistakes. I made mistakes today I made a mistake (laughs) with some of my stuff. I think when I started, I was so excited about bringing on um, products and everything that I used, I felt like I could sell um, and I could bring on. And I lost a lot of money because some products just did not sell and did not work. Um, And I was so trusting of people um, from manufacturers, factories to just um, influencers, just whomever I just trusted everybody that said that they would they, they would be able to help me um I when I first started I had someone come to me you know a PR company that said we can really help you get your brand out there your name out there um and end up spending a lot of money on that and didn't get much results at all um and that was a huge you know a huge mistake for me because I couldn't afford it and you know that's money out of pocket cash that I had to pay um but so but, you know, um, I've just been fortunate to just have this push and to just continue, um, you know, just just keep on going, keep on pushing. Um, one thing that I discovered that I didn't know was that um, I was looking at other brands that did similar things that I was inspired by, but, but I was kind of afraid to ask them questions. And you can totally do that. People are really nice behind the scenes. So just being able to message some of the brands that are selling the same thing and say, hey, you know, my name is Aussie and I'm, I want to start this brand and I want to sell silicone bibs just like you. Do you have any advice for me? And oftentimes they would, you know, reply back and say, do it this way or watch out for this. You know, they might not give you the contact of their vendor, but they will give you some solid advice. So that's something that I learned along the way to just open my mouth and just ask questions, you know, um, and learn from other people that have kind of walked that same path. That's yeah. great. I love I, that. I love that. I love that you were just like, Hey, how are you doing this? This is what I want to do. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And 
And I think we need to do way more of that. Like women have to help with other women. And, um, and I love that. I love that people, that that was your experience, right? That when you did that, people were super open and, you know, like yep. you said, they're not going to give you potentially not going to give you the contact information of their vendor. Right. Right. But they're willing to say, Hey, I did this in the beginning and it really didn't work. Don't do it. Or Mm -hmm. here's some tips and tricks I have for how I've grown my business, which I love. I love that, that that was your experience. Right. It's interesting that you brought this up because I was chatting with a client yesterday, two clients, um, that have a product based, um, business as well. And we were talking about their competitors and I always use the word competition because there's like alternatives and there's direct and indirect competitors. And one of the clients was like, well, so-and-so, and and they they mentioned a brand. She's like, but I don't want to think of them as a competitor. I want to think of them as a friend, even Mm -hmm. though someone could choose to spend their money on that brand instead of my client's brand, they're friends because at the end of the day, they all have the same mission of doing good and improving people's health. They're just delivering in a slightly different version or their own way. And I thought that was so, that caught my attention. So it's really interesting to hear you share your experience because I do think that there's room for everybody. It's really easy as a business owner to think that there's not, but I think there is, and that it just strengthens your total offering if you're able to work with any, with each other within reason, obviously, um, but be friends as opposed to, um, you know, opponents. Yeah, um, totally. I think collaboration and networking matters, you know, as many people, it, it, it doesn't cost you nothing to DM them. Um, for me, if they said no, they said no. Okay. If they never reply, they never reply, you know, okay. But at least I tried. Right. So Mm -hmm. last night, I don't know if you guys know, um, Stiletto me up. She Iggy. She has a clothing brand, and she she has pretty pretty good following. I um, mean, I've been following her for a while, and I feel like she's just a marketing like genius. She's really good at what she does. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna send her a DM and say, I am getting ready to launch um, this new line of product on Friday. Do you have any advice for me? And she replied. I woke up this morning to four messages from her, and I was like. Oh my God, <laughs> I have 3,000 followers and she has like a half a million, but she replied. Um, so, you know, just shoot your shot. I do. Um, I shoot my shot all the time and you never know um, who you'll come across. I'm on this podcast right now. You know, that's just from talking to you guys um, on Clubhouse. So shoot your shot, girl. Shoot your shot. I love that. <laughs> shoot your shot like that. I want to like put up right in front of like my desk at home and just remember that. And I think it's so interesting because as we mentioned, and as you just had said, like we met on clubhouse and I have not necessarily used that, um, channel as much as other people have. And just in our preamble before hitting record on this episode, you had mentioned how you have made so many relationships on it. And I think that it could be cool to just chat about how you use clubhouse and how you engage with people because I think people hop on there and then, or on Instagram and they try to network, but they feel uncomfortable kind of what Danielle said, like selling to friends. How have you approached building relationships through Clubhouse, especially since it's such a new platform? Can you tell us a little bit about your strategy or approach there? Yeah, sure. So um, I don't know if I have a strategy, (laughs) but uh, that's a good answer too. I get on there and I just have real conversations with moms. Um, Moms are my target audience. So I get on there and I engage in real conversations. So I share stories in my experience of childbirth or what happened with my son potty training last night or whatever. Um, And then along the way, I can, when I do have the opportunity to introduce my brand, I always do. Um, But I think that um, offering value to people really matters. Um, So, and then, um, yeah, so most of the connections that I've been able to make on Clubhouse has been just kind of like just real life conversations and just connecting with moms through stories about potty training or bad hair days or my husband is driving me effing crazy type of conversations um and then like oh hey I was checking out your profile and I saw that you sell baby products love that following you um so I think that's what's working for me right now on Clubhouse Clubhouse is nice because you know you you get to actually talk to people and it's not like a perfect feed or um 
a perfect post is just you opening your mouth and talking talking to people. So um, in business, I think that they say 80% value, 20%, you know, uh, product or content or sell. Um, mm-hmm. So that's, that's how I'm able to kind of fulfill that 80% value on, on Clubhouse. How do you find um, rooms to go into? Uh, Do you just pick anything that sort of spikes your interest when you log on or or do you have go-tos? So I am, so I try to, my whole feed on Clubhouse or the rooms that are curated for me is mom rooms. I have a lot of mom rooms on there because I'll meet you, Danielle, and then I'll follow you, right? Mm -hmm. Um, The next room that you get on, I'll get on there and follow that room if if it has to. So eventually the algorithm picks up and it starts introducing more rooms that that are similar, that Mm -hmm. it feels like you, you would, you know, you would like. So I follow moms and moms and moms and moms and people in my niche. and, and Clubhouse just keeps on like introducing similar, similar rooms or similar people like that to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love, you know, what's probably unique about Clubhouse too, because it's real time as opposed to like Instagram where you're messaging back and forth and someone may or may not see it or comments yeah. is like one, you're making connections, which is great for building a customer base. Um, but two, it's also great market research. And I just think like moms, especially, we love talking about all the things that are going wrong. We kind of like to <laughs> vent to each other. We also like to talk about what's going right, but um, that's a really great opportunity for you to just be able to keep a pulse on your customer. And also that you're showing up as a mom first and you can share your own experiences. And then the solution that you created for it, um, I think is just really, really powerful because they do say like, at least when I've worked with clients, most people who go into entrepreneurship are solving a problem that they themselves had. So they can relate on a really unique level. And so I do think that, you know, as a channel, it does make a lot of sense for what you're trying to do and the connections you're trying to make. So that's awesome. Do you use other, I know you use Instagram. Um, Do you use any other social channels in your um, marketing and like outreach approach? Yep. So if it's not Clubhouse or Instagram, I am on Facebook a lot. So I follow like probably a hundred mommy groups on Facebook and I go on there and I do the same things Clubhouse, not as fast as Clubhouse, but um, I get on there and I post, you know, questions about mom life or I engage in different posts and um, I'm able to meet and drive traffic that way onto my um, business page. Mm-hmm. That's so great. That, that's yeah, I've been wanting to start using LinkedIn because I've heard so many good things about LinkedIn and um, Pinterest. So Pinterest, I, I was going to say, I feel like we, so actually um, a few episodes ago, was it two episodes ago, Danielle, we interviewed Lisa Banks, who's a Pinterest expert. Her episode's going to be launching um, in Next about week. a week. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but we definitely connect to you because she knows all things Pinterest. And I feel we were talking about how it's such an underutilized, um, channel, yeah. but I think it would, you know, it's a mom Mecca for sure. So I need to, I need to get on Pinterest ASAP. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would love, I would love to listen to that. So one thing I want to ask, um, is, you're a successful and busy business owner. You're also a mom. Where do you find time to um, be on the different social networks and be networking? I know it's part of your like business, your core business activities, and that's how you're creating and increasing visibility and awareness. But have you built a team over the last year to support your brand? I'm assuming you're no longer a team of one. You probably have other people supporting you in different capacities. Is that correct? No, I am. I am a team of one. I am the marketer. I am. Well, then you are also a superhero. Let's just put it that way. (laughs) I am everybody right now. Um, I don't have a team yet. Um, I I did get a brand partnership, which is nice. And we we are working through that right now. But um, right now I am just solo um, and rocking, rocking out by myself. 
but um, where do I find time? I don't find time, but the difference is that I enjoy what I do and I actually like talking to people. Um, so it works that way for me to just be on Instagram, be on Clubhouse or Facebook. It's seamless because I, I just engage in the just natural conversations that I would at Wawa. If I see a mom like, hey, I love your shoes, by the way, <laughs> I have this brand. So, so yeah, that's, that's, yep. <laughs> On a side note, I'm really ecstatic that you mentioned Wawa because my husband's from Pennsylvania and I had never been to a Wawa until we started dating and they're the nicest gas stations. And I think I had a sandwich there and it was really, really good. That and is it sheets is the other one. Um, we have not been to a Wawa in a while, but I really appreciate that reference. There's <laughs> Wawa's everywhere around me. So yeah. Yeah. New England needs to catch up with that because we don't have nice gas stations like that in our area, but, um, <laughs> Anyways, uh, sorry, Danielle, were you going to say something? Did I? Yes, I did want to say something. All right. So you're doing this all by yourself, which is super impressive. I think one, you know, our audience is women, moms specifically, who are trying to exit their demanding corporate nine to five job that doesn't allow them to have the flexibility to be in their child's life like they want to be, right? And I think one of the things that uh, women that listen are worried about, myself included still, uh, because I have my corporate job still, um, is like, how do I make ends meet? Like, how do I just take that leap? And, uh, and like, can I make enough money? And so to the extent that you're comfortable, I'd love for you to just share like, you know, compared to my special needs salary, like I've surpassed it, or I... Um, I'm still on my way there or like, you know, just give us some reference of like how well you've been able to do with this so that people who are thinking about starting a business like yours can have a reference point of, of what might be realistic. Yep. So um, I would say in the beginning, I made no money, you know, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. And um it's not that I make so much right now, but I've been fortunate enough to have this brand partnership. So, um, and I've gotten to a good, a good like place where I'm, I was making, I'm making now the same amount that I was making when I had my full-time job working in, in the um, special needs field. So um, just, I would say, just be realistic because in the beginning, you're not going to make any money. Um, but throughout the time, if, when you do just be consistent and continue on, um, it does kind of, uh, that's a hard question, Danielle. <laughs> that's a hard one. Oh, I don't, I, that's, that's a hard one because now I'm looking back, like, how was I able to, to yeah. do this, you know, um, and I don't know, but I guess because I was so broke and I had bills looking at me that um, setting goals and saying to yourself, like, okay, this week or every day I have to make $200 at least, right? Because that would compare to when I worked in wherever. Um, so that helps me with like, okay, in order to make $200, breaking that down to how many people do I have to get to purchase? Um Mm-hmm. and taking it on a smaller scale that way and that's what I that's what I do every single day till this day um to mm-hmm. be able to meet like my my um my goals yeah that makes so, sense <laughs> no, that does make sense yeah I would just want to say congrats because typically I mean you're only a year into your business and that's very amazing that you're even making money and a profit so congratulations and kudos to you but I love what you said about breaking it down into what do I need to do today because I personally have, I, it's very easy for me to lose sight of that. I'm like, what do I need to do today? Or what is my goal today to get me to my longer term goal? And I think that's something that's not talked about enough is yes, you can have a goal for the year or for the next six months. But if you don't then back out, what do I need to do today specifically? And what do I need to do tomorrow? What do I need to accomplish? Not just cross off your to-do list, but actually successfully accomplish then it's going to be a really rough time when six months down the road, you realize you were way off from that goal and kind of benchmarking. Um, so I love how you made it more like digestible and doable because it can seem really daunting if you just look at it from the big picture. I think that's a really good. Yeah. Tip. 
So just saying I want to make a hundred thousand a year, that's that's a hard pill to swallow because you're like all over the place. But I felt like breaking it down to a daily goal helped me out. And then breaking that down even more to, all right, how many sales do I have to hit? That means like how many new people do I have to meet today or old clients do I have to get to come back and buy? Um, that was like realistic and doable for me um, on a, on a daily, day to day basis. Um, and it kept me structured um, on the things that I need to do every single day. So I know I wasn't discouraged or left, kind of um, lost track of what I needed to do every day. Because some days you wake up and you're like, okay, so what do I do? Oh, I am so sorry. We cut off there for a second. But every day you wake up and you're like, what do I do today? You know, you get lost. There's so much to do when you are um, an entrepreneur and you have your own business. So that helped out a lot. So what do you do? Is there a formula that you're, that like, you know, do you introduce yourself to 10 people on Facebook groups and uh, spend two hours on Clubhouse? Like, what is the, what's have- the- strategy and I have no formula. Okay. I'm more more of like go with the wind every day, but I know that I have to hit 10 people every day. So some days it's all day on Facebook. Some days it's all day on on Clubhouse. Other days are a mixture of both. Um, I kind of just know that like my goal is to meet 10 moms every day, you know, and to have genuine conversations. They might not buy today or tomorrow, but I know that eventually they will and to build that relationship. So I know that that's in my head where I kind of um, get that, get that person or meet that person could be at Wawa, like I said, could be on Facebook, could be anywhere. I just know that like, this is the, this is the target um, goal. So you bring up a really good point. I feel like um, something that when I've talked to other people, they can get stuck in. I think we all can get stuck in this is, especially when it's a product-based business, you kind of think if you build it, they will come. And so you put so much time and energy into the product design, the product development, the operations, the logistics. And then you just assume because you put it out there, people are going to buy, but you take a very different approach where you're really focused on creating awareness, creating visibility, making connections. And so what does your, knowing you're a team of one, what does your day look like? Or if it's easier to say, what does your week look like? Are you like 80%, I'm going to call it marketing and sales versus 20% operations, um, logistics, product design, um, product management? How would you see the percentage of time you're spending in each of those areas? Because I think that's something that entrepreneurs struggle with is knowing where to focus their efforts and energy. So most of my effort goes into marketing because yeah, you can have, you know, that perfect product product or branding and everything can look great and you focus so much time on that, but, um, and people won't buy. So a lot of my time just goes into marketing and getting that brand awareness and getting people to just know the name Easy Baby um, and to know like what we sell and things like that. And then the other, uh, probably, 20% of my day goes into the other logistics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's yeah. awesome. Do you, was it, I'm very interested in just like how you designed and then actually got products like manufactured. Like, can you just talk to me a little bit about that process? Maybe I'm the only one that's super curious about this, but I'm just like, I don't even know where you would start. Like, how do you invest in that? How do you find manufacturers? Did you design your own product? Yep. So, um, Sourcing was a big deal for me um, to learn because there's so many things that goes into um, sourcing a product, you know, finding that perfect manufacturer and factory. I think once you kind of um, get that down, um, everything else falls a little bit easy. Um, So in the beginning was just like trying out product and testing out things and, and getting a whole bunch of samples and things like that and making sure that it really worked for me and uh, my son. Um, so I, I went on YouTube and um, there's this really great lady on there and I tell everybody about it, but she, if you, um, I started on Alibaba mm-hmm. and finding my um, manufacturers or my factories um, to work with. So 
I went on YouTube and I came across this video and she really kind of breaks it down um, with like, how do you source the, the perfect vendor and what you need to do, what you need to look for, all of the certifications. I didn't realize that I needed so many, especially being in a baby category, you need so many mm. certifications um, to sell on platforms like Amazon or um, Wayfair or anywhere else. So um, yeah, just so learning how to source um, and finding that perfect manufacturer. And then once I found that, it was easy because they understood my craziness when I came to them and said, I want a bib that looks like this, that has, you know, I want the print to look like this and my logo to look like this. I kind of got it and knew what to do for mm. me um, because, yeah, yeah, so... <laughs> I love that you found someone on YouTube. Honestly, people, I, I don't use it as much. And my husband's getting me into it. Um, for personal reasons, I don't use it as much, but every time I ask someone where they figured out how to do something, they literally say YouTube, which is amazing. Yeah. YouTube, oh, I YouTube everything. Yeah. 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 I YouTube everything. Yeah. yeah. Would you be able to share that link with us? Cause I'm thinking that some of our listeners might find that of value and we can throw that in the show notes if you have. Oh link. yeah, okay. of course. We'll grab Absolutely. that after. I will. Yep. Great. I'll DM. Absolutely. <laughs> so something else is you talked a little bit about, you know, how you find time in your day for the marketing stuff, but how do you find time to balance mom life and entrepreneur life. Do you, you said that you love what you do. So I can imagine you're very similar to us where it kind of like blurs the lines. Like you're always kind of working. You're always kind of in mom mode, but on a day-to-day basis, how do you structure your day? Um, so that you're enjoying time with Noah, your son, and then also, um, being able to accomplish everything you wanted to work-wise. Yep. So Monday through Friday, um, well, Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I am in the office here from about um, nine when I drop Noah off daycare to five o'clock. So that's my time to like fully focus on Easy Baby and things that I need to get done. I pick them up around um, 5.30. We eat dinners and things like that. But throughout the time, I'm still working on things. I probably have like Clubhouse in the background playing or I'm answering, you know, um, DMs or whatever it is. Uh, but I, I guess from when I pick them up from daycare to eight o'clock, that's just our time. And then I set aside Saturday. Saturdays is his day, um, his yes day. So all day long, we do whatever he wants to do. Um, no work, nothing. I don't, I don't do anything but just him. Um, and then on Thursdays, because I am a single mom, I use that day as my errand day, like things that I need to do without Noah. Um, and I take the opportunity that he's in, he's in daycare to do those things. So, yeah, so that's kind of how I break down my day. I really don't, it's funny because most of these questions, I don't have like a routine or, you know, a formula or anything. I just do, <laughs> I just do things. I feel like, um, day to day, I just wake up and I just know what I need to do and I just get it done, you know? So in a way though, that makes me feel a lot better. Cause I keep thinking that I need to have a plan and my plans keep falling through and I just do whatever. So maybe that's just the way it's supposed to work. But you mentioned yesterday, have you seen, um, I, I haven't seen it yet, but one of the clients that I work with, who's a, a mom influencer, there was, she partnered with the yesterday movie, a movie just came out all about having a yesterday. Did you see it? I have not, but I've seen the challenges on, um, YouTube and yeah. also, also on on um tiktok yeah so i mean i if i if i did a yesterday with him we would have mcdonald's all day <laughs> pizza and we would just be at the aquarium um so it's not a complete yesterday but it's a noah day i should say um so i pick an activity we usually go like to the zoo wherever um yeah and really i, I really spend that time with him because the week goes by like this mm-hmm it's so true. So but I have true. no, but I have no plans because I could wake up and plan a perfect day and everything, you know, turns into a mess. So I have like with my business, with my personal life and maybe I should, but I have like no plans. I just know that like 
<laughs> these are the things that I need to get done. However, I need to get it done. It gets done. So, you know, yeah. though, I feel like you're actually pointing out something that I think are like two really critical skills as being an entrepreneur. One is being able to go with the flow. I think yeah. it's really, it's really hard to stay in the game because it is a long-term game. It's not always going to be linear. There's going to be challenges. So going with the flow, it sounds like you have the perfect personality and approach, but then also it sounds like you have a really strong sense of intuition. Not something I'm working on is like reconnecting with my intuition. And it sounds like you have a very strong connection to yours. And I think that's why so many people gravitate to you and your products because you're so in touch with that. It's, you know, that balance of feminine and masculine energy in business. That's so critical. And I feel like you're a really good example of that. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I guess. Cause I had no idea that I had that. Um, but I've always lived life with that because nothing, nothing like really went perfect for me from just a child, you know? Um, so I've always had this grit and this drive to just keep pushing because I just have no choice, right? So, um, yeah, so I, I'll give you guys a little bit of a background. I, I grew up in Senegal. I came here when I was nine years old. Um, only reason I came here is because I was really sick. Um, so I came here really for like medical treatment and things like that. And my parents decided to keep me here, which was nice for <laughs> a nice thing that they did. Um, but I grew up in Plainfield, New Jersey, and that was like the hood you know, um, mm. and I managed to like graduate high school where everybody was just dropping out or just, we had a daycare in our, in our, um, high school where it was like, okay to have a baby and be pregnant and all those things. So getting out of that itself, right. And then getting through college and being able to pay for college and graduate and, and, and get a job and just going through all these obstacles. I feel like got me to just have a, a tough skin and just keep pushing because that's just, <laughs> I just have mm -hmm. no, no other choice, you know? So I had a lot of, of grit and I'm kind of relentless. I don't take no for an answer and I just try to do what I got to do. That's it. No plans, no nothing. Just, just doing what I got to do. No, it's, it's refreshing yeah. though to hear because it's, I want to say it's that simple. It's not simple at all that I don't want to oversimplify yeah. anything. It's really inspirational, but I love that you just, you just go with it as opposed to making it more complicated than it is maybe because I'm an overcomplicator and I would like to learn from you, but, um, Danielle, <laughs> go ahead. You were going to say something. Courtney is Courtney is a very much a planner. I'm not as much of a planner. Um, I sort of do something different every day, but, um, I know I was just going to say like, as unfortunate as that upbringing you know, had to have been, it's given you a gift, uh, right. That, oh, that yeah. you're able to leverage today in, in your business. And, and that gift is, is, you know, being able to persevere in any situation. Yeah. So yep. any challenge that comes your way and like, you know, you're just so nonchalant about the fact that you built like a six figure business in one year <laughs> when like everyone knows, well, and maybe everyone doesn't know, but like margins on product based businesses, margins are really slim and it's really hard to make money. Um, because, oh. because the margin, the profit margin, you know, isn't as good as like a service business, right. Where you're, where you're, you know, you don't have as many costs. Um, and so it's really incredible what you've done. And I think super inspirational and I need to take more of that attitude of just like, you know, I find to be completely honest, I find myself getting frustrated sometimes and I'm just like, this isn't going to work. And I like, will have three days where I don't do what I'm supposed to do because I'm frustrated and I feel like it's never going to work. And I get, you know, that in my head and don't continue to move forward. And so I need to be like you. That's what I'm going to say to myself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, thank you so much because yeah, I don't, I don't even know that I'm doing these things until like people tell me, but thank you. Um, I think like it's hard when you, when you have a business to kind of um, take the money out of it mm -hmm. um, because you want to, you know, worry about your margins. You want to make sure that you're hitting your goals and things like that. But sometimes I think it's okay to just 
not think about the money so much, but think about like the value and what you have to offer to people. And I think that that's when it comes out genuine and not salesy mm-hmm. and that people, you know, want to connect and want to, want to, want to, um, get whatever you have to offer them. Yeah. You know, so absolutely. So lesson. now that, you know, you, I consider you a major success in very well established in, you know, what you're doing. What do you see the future of Easy Baby as? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> we are going into baby interior. So baby home goods, which sounds Ooh. just so cute, right? So I've been working on um, a collection of rugs that are coming out soon. Um, and then from there, hopefully we'll get, we'll have like fitted sheets and, and curtains and, and bath mats and all that good stuff. So um, I, I plan on transitioning into home goods, but also just keeping the, the feeding tools and the baby products that we have now. Um, yeah, but again, I don't have a plan. <laughs> I'm just going with the flow and um, whatever, you know, God decides um, is a blessing for me. I'm, I'm here for it. So, yeah, but in, in, in the upcoming months, that's what, that's what I am planning on doing right now. It's getting my Amazon up um, um, and, and introducing, yeah, the baby interior. Awesome. Anyone who's building a baby registry, by the way, in the next few months or years, you should definitely check out her stuff. Um, especially <laughs> if you're going to be on Amazon, just add to registry, just click that button. Um, you, you'll yeah. love it. Um, yeah. and you guys, what, are, you guys are so nice. I, you know, um, I am half near, I, I feel like I'm, I'm still in the, in the very beginning. I am not as successful, you know, but, um, surprisingly easy baby has been you know it's been it's been doing good you know it's been it's been doing okay so I'm fortunate in that way but you guys are so nice you you know you're like hyping me up so (laughs) I appreciate that well you hype us up like literally I look at all your stuff and every time you post something to Instagram I'm like oh my gosh she's killing it this looks amazing um and I also think it's a good reminder we're own worst critic, but go ahead, Danielle. Yes. That, and that's what exactly what I was going to say. Like so much of business is mindset and mm-hmm. getting in your head about what you should be doing and, and not doing the things that are genuine. Right. And I think, you know, I, I, you're very modest, which is great, right? Like it's better than the opposite. Um, but you're do you are, you're doing a great job at the mindset piece at waking up every day pushing through, getting the things done that you need to get done and not getting frustrated when, and, you know, falling back into, um, falling backwards when you feel like there's a setback, right? So you are are doing a great job. And it's, and it's, and it's totally okay to have those days. I have those days where it's like, I wake up and nothing is going right. And I'm super frustrated and I'm in tears the whole entire day and I don't want to do shit. Um, but you have to have that like push, you know, you, you have to like want it, um, and genuinely want it, you know, and take the money out of it. Like I said, but make it something that you enjoy, you know, doing. I think that's what works for me is that I'm a mom. I am my target audience. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. you know, so it works for me that way. Awesome. One thing we like to ask our listeners as a final question um, is the name of our podcast is A Better Way, and it's all about helping mompreneurs find a better way, Um, whatever, you know, makes something easier, quicker, or just more enjoyable for them throughout their process. So if there was one thing that you could tell moms as a better way based on your experience, what would it be? Um. Oof. So I think the quickest way or a better way to to start and when you're not like completely ready to take that leap and quit your job and fully focus on your business is to start an Instagram page for like whatever business that you want. So say, for example, you want to start a makeup line. Right. And just post information that's just value, right? You're sharing value, you're building connections until you're ready to kind of introduce that product line. I think that if, I wish I knew that first because I would have, you know, all the months that I spent 
maybe sort of, can I really, you know, questioning myself, waiting for product to come, testing out product. I think I should have, I could have started my Instagram page and just shared tips on how to, you know, feed your child, you know, without the mess or prevent picky eaters or whatever, um, get on lives and just build, start building your audience that way. So when you do, and when you are ready to introduce your product line, you kind of have that trust already um, and you have audience to, to share it to and not have to start from scratch. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, it does. I think that's great advice. Yeah. That's great advice and a good point to to end on just reiterating that fact that share value, share whatever value you have, and that's how you should start. Yep, yep. Value is big. It's big. I feel like people get, I mean, for me on Instagram, what do you guys think? I feel like people get tired of that perfect feed and that perfect, like, um, Instagram. Nobody lives that way. Right. You know? Yeah. Show me that you're breastfeeding and like you have milk, you know, stains all over your shirt. And yeah. that's just, that's just real and raw. And I think people appreciate that because they can relate, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Um, before we um, wrap up though, I just want to make sure that listeners know where that they can connect with you. So if they are looking to follow you or follow easy baby, where's the best way to connect um, and also find your merchandise? Oh yeah, of course. So at easy baby, E I Z Z Y baby on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube. (laughs) Um, www.easybaby.com is our website. I am an open book. So if you have a question, if you need help, you know, sourcing vendors, if you want to get into the baby, you know, product world, whatever it is, shoot your shot, send me a DM because I do answer all of my DMs. I am a real person behind the brand. Um, So yeah, so just just at Easy Baby, wherever, (laughs) wherever you go. Love it. By the way, if you're doing home like decor, you should make like a little nursery sign that says shoot your shot. I would get that and put that above my son. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. There you go. Shoot your shot. Yeah. Yes. For, I don't know if I want to walk around in public for <laughs> shoot your <laughs> shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that might not be the best. That might not be best. Though. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is. This so is- Thank yeah, you. this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for joining. Danielle, yeah. did you have anything else that I missed or? No, just thank you. Thank you yeah. for, for this. This has been great. It has. Ah. Well, thank I was, you. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much, ladies. Um, I was grateful to be in the room on Clubhouse, but, and now we're here. So my heart is full. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you. And I hope all of our listeners definitely go check it out. I mean, I'm not lying when I say that what um, Asi has accomplished is amazing. And she's not only an inspiration, but she makes feeding your kids a lot more fun and easier. So check her out and we will catch you all on the next episode. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. For more information from today's chat, including how to reach us, head on over to the show notes. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the exciting episodes to come. And please, if you liked what you heard, be sure to leave a rating and review. It's how we can help other busy moms find their better way. Until next time, mom friends.